my name is Tracy Burns. I'm a financial advisor with UBS. This podcast is called Five Things. So you're going to learn five things and then you're going to move on. We're busy. You have things to do. I get it. So my mission here is to help women, to empower them financially, especially through divorce, transition. I have a super soft spot for female founders and entrepreneurs, and of course, small businesses. Even bigger, closing the wage gap. It's a thing, we need to focus on this. I have three young adult kids, two of them are women, so I have a personal interest in helping solve this problem. This podcast is a very small piece of helping us all get there. So please, before we dive in, listen to our previous podcasts. Five things your business should be thinking about. Five ways to find the perfect board seat. We need more women on boards. Even better, five ways to create your own board. Because if you are a small business, you have one or you're thinking of one, you should have a board of directors. Today is very special to me because I've been wanting to create my own, call it girlfriend's guide to financial empowerment. And so in honor of Galentine's Day or Valentine's Day or whatever you celebrate, my gift to you are my five things. And um, I think we should talk more about money as women. We don't. We spend hours talking to our girlfriends about sex, shoes, school closing, schools going remote. It is high time we talk about money because you know men do. So it is a new year, new you. So we're going to do this. So we're basically going to dive right in and I'm going to give you the five reasons why I think we need to talk about money and the things you can do to empower yourself financially. So the first is the most important. U.S. women control more than 10 trillion, with a T, trillion dollars in household financial assets. Should I say that again? 10 trillion dollars in household financial assets. And that amount may triple in the next 10 years. You know what that means? That means we have the potential to change the world because we will be controlling all the money. And we need to start really thinking about how we can do that. We can direct policy change. We can save the oceans. I have a very soft spot for the oceans. We can direct our philanthropy. And actually I just did a podcast on this and why you should embrace and empower your philanthropic contributions. So the more you understand money, the more you know where it is, the more you know what you can do with it the better off we all are for you, for our generation, for the next generation of women. And look, I'm gonna move on to my second point. You don't need to know where the S&P 500 closed today in order to be financially empowered. First of all, I don't even care if you know what the S&P 500 is. I will tell you right now, it is a basket of, wait for it, 500 stocks <laughs> that represent the overall market. It's like a broad tasting range of everything out there. So how goes the S&P 500? We can sort of say that's how the rest of the stock market and economy are going. You don't even need to know that though. I don't care. You don't need to know where Microsoft closed today or any other stock closed today. What you need to know is how to access your assets. And I'm talking about all of them. And so, so basic, and I say this, and anyone that's heard me speak before has heard me say this. Do you know the usernames and passwords of all your investment accounts? I know what happens in the world. We, when we run households, we as women, this is what we do. We do everything. We basically take care of all the day-to-day -day stuff. And at one point you like have your hands on your head. Anyone old enough remembering that Calgon commercial moment? Calgon, take me away. You don't know what to do. And you offload to your partner, spouse, 
whomever the person is that you live with, and you say, here, do something. And they end up taking over the long-term um, assets. So your retirement accounts, things like that, your investment accounts. You're like, look, it doesn't affect my day-to-day life. You go do it. But I need to make sure that the kids have snacks at school and they have rides to practices. And oh, by the way, my business it has to be run. I have to take care of that too. So I get it. But do you know the usernames and passwords of these accounts? And the other analogy I use all the time is as a small business owner, if you ran a business, you would delegate responsibilities out to people. And then once a week or once a month or whenever you have team meetings, you'd all come back together and you'd say, so what did you learn? Why don't we do that at home? And I don't care if you do it over a glass of wine, a cup of coffee or sitting on the back porch. Where are we with this stuff? What do I need to know? So what are the usernames and passwords of all our accounts? Do we have life insurance? How do I have access to it? How are we paying for college if we have kids? What is the uh, interest rate on the mortgage? These are the things you need to know. These are the things that financially empower you. It's not about what stocks to pick in your investment account. It is not. It is knowing where it is and when you have access to it. Because then... Then you go to the next step and start to talk to people like me about what should you buy and why. And we'll get to that later. And my third point then is you need to start thinking of your money as a part-time job for you and you know, a side gig. So many women have money under the mattress. I even have clients that have money under the mattress. Men don't have money under the mattress. They are all in and they're fully invested and they're making money. Why are we not doing this? What are we afraid of? You do not have to put it all on black in Vegas, so to speak. Like it, you, you diversify it. You think it through. Think about the companies that you use personally on a day-to-day basis. These are the places you can put your money. You can also put them in fixed income, more stable things. But under the mattress, does you no good. Much like savings account in the bank, does you no good. And here's why. I mean, last year was an anomaly. I'll give it to you. But this S&P 500 that we were talking about before, the 500 stocks, on average, totally, in totality, they were up 26% in 2021. Now, simple, simple math. This is not the appropriate way to do it, but think simple math here. Let's just say you put $100 in this S&P 500 basket of stocks on January 1st. If indeed it went up 26% on December 31st, now you have $126. That means you made $26. That means you just got yourself a pedicure. It is ridiculously simple math. But my point is you did nothing and your money went to work for you. Consider your money an extra employee. Let it work for you. Now, granted, we might not ever see 26% again uh, up a year again. We might, who the heck knows? But what we know is the stock market just marches higher slowly over time. Patience wins this game. And, and so think about what you have and what you need. And I love to think about your, your money world in buckets. We think about it this way at UBS. And I just, I, it makes so much sense to me. There's three buckets in your life. There's a liquidity bucket, which is basically like the money you need over the next year or two, year or three. Longevity is your retirement and your legacy is what are you going to do? Leave it to the kids donated to the pit bulls. I don't know, but like you have, you know, your bigger aspirations in life. And if you think of your money in these three different buckets, you can invest in three different ways. You can take a little more risk 
on the things that you have more time on. You don't have to be super conservative. Maybe the liquidity piece, the money you need over the next couple of years. Maybe you don't take risks on that. Again, you do better than putting it under your mattress, but you don't have to take big risks. But you start to think about what do you need today? What do you need tomorrow? And I always say, think big, like Tom Brady, big. I can't believe he's retiring, but think. Tom Brady always said that he envisioned touchdown passes before he even threw the ball. What is your touchdown pass? Where do you want to go? And then you invest around those goals. And this is the kind of thing that I love to help people with. My fourth point here, and another thing I love to talk about is how nowadays you can invest with your morals and your beliefs. You can, and you should, because we as women care about things. We care passionately about things. And it's not just like our kids and our family. I mean, of course we care about them, but we care about other things. We wanna make this world better. I said this before, I care deeply about the oceans. We are screwing them up and it drives me crazy. (laughs) But we have the ability to direct our dollars. We can care about things like sustainability, diversity, inclusion. You hear that ESG acronym all over the place. That's environmental, social, governance. All three of them you can care about. Environmental is obvious. Social is, is the company doing the right thing with its people? Governance, are there women on boards? Am I investing in companies that puts women and diversity on their boards of directors? Because maybe I don't want to be invested in a company that doesn't do that. The really interesting part about this these days, though, is that we're finding more and more. It's not just a nicety to be sustainable or diverse or include everyone, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually an imperative. It's an imperative for the earth and its people for sure, but it's actually an imperative for a company's bottom line. They actually make more money when they do the right thing. It is fact now, and we have numbers to prove it. And that is great news for us as investors, because not only can we do right by the earth and its people, you can make money while you're doing it. It wasn't always like that. It used to be, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to be sustainable or actually care, you didn't invest in cigarette companies or alcohol companies. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about companies that are concerned about their carbon footprint, treating their employees with respect. I mean, you name it, go down the list, giving mothers time off to take care of their kids. All that stuff is imperative, important, and affects the bottom line. And the last thing I will say about my five things to the Girlfriend's Guide to Financial Freedom here, if I could call it that without ripping off somebody else's headline, and I'm sure I I might be doing that, is know you're enough. And that goes along the same lines as knowing and owning your worth, which is something we at UBS say all the time, own your worth, but know you're enough. What is your enough? You know, I think we get caught up sometimes in like the Kardashians and Elon Musk and all these people that have gobs and gobs of money and you get, and then there's like, you know, these retirement calculators all over the uh, web and you you think you're never going to have enough money to retire. So almost like why bother? But, but when you really start to think about what you need in this earth and what you need from this life, you're probably doing okay. Your dreams, your dreams, not mine, not Elon Musk's, your dreams, what are they? And how do we get there? How do we achieve them? And you can. Look, so many people live beyond their means. And I'm talking even wealthy people. 
They spend every damn dollar that comes in. We don't need to live like that. You don't need that to be happy. Ask anyone who has gobs of money and lost a loved one suddenly. Money is not the answer here, right? So figure out your enough. And then you want to invest to your enough. You don't need to invest to make 26% every year because by the way, that is a volatile ride. It goes up, but then it comes down and it goes back up and back down again. And if you don't have that stomach, why do that to yourself when maybe all you need is say seven or 8% every year to make it to meet your bar? That's what's really important. And we need to understand it and be a part of this conversation. We say here, you need to own your worth. That means don't hand this off to somebody else. Be a part of this conversation. Pull a chair up to the table, take a seat and start asking questions. And there are no dumb questions. And I don't know why some women in particular are intimidated by asking financially related questions. We are not born with this lingo. We have no idea. Ask questions. The one thing I learned as being a journalist in my previous life is I am not afraid to ask anyone anything. I almost wish you all can go out there and spend a year as a journalist because your job depends on it if you don't ask questions. You have to ask. And I think, I think sometimes we hold ourselves back because we don't and we're afraid and we're embarrassed and you can't, you can't hand this off. You need to be a part of this conversation. We as women need to be a part of this conversation for us, for our daughters, nieces, the next generation, their daughters, nieces, grandchildren, you name it. Things happen suddenly, divorce, death, life changes on a dime. Do you know where everything is? That's it. Do you know? And if you don't, that's your homework tonight. My Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, girlfriend's day gift to you is to go and empower yourself and find these things, ask these questions. And if you're with a partner who doesn't want to share, that's a big red flag. Why aren't you sharing? Why aren't we a team here? We're business partners in this relationship. We're a team. Why aren't we sharing? I am happy to talk about this stuff anytime for obvious reasons. I can talk about it all day. But just start to be a part of the conversation. My email is tracy, T-R-A-C-Y dot burns at UBS.com. Please reach out anytime. No question is stupid. And I will tell you, there are people out there that want to make you feel like your questions are dumb. But this is not rocket science. There's a lot of financial advisors in the world. For that reason, we're not all going to the moon. We can help as long as we're able to talk to each other. And you need to find someone you can talk to. You need a girlfriend. Go find a girlfriend that you can talk to. And I don't, it doesn't have to be me. Find someone you can talk to about this stuff and put it out there on the table and ask questions. Ask your girlfriend's questions. How much money do you make? Am I being underpaid? How the heck would you know if you don't ask? I'll tell you, I was underpaid in my previous job and I didn't know it until I left. I did not open my mouth the entire time I was there. Ask questions. Pull your chair up, sit down and own your worth and reach out to me anytime, anytime.
presentation is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. Neither UBS Financial Services, Inc. nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. In providing wealth management services to clients, we offer both investment advisory and brokerage services, which are separate and distinct and differ in material ways. For information, including the different laws and contracts that govern, visit UBS.com forward slash working with us. UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, SIPC.